Welcome to the Sweet Spot, sponsored by Pinch a Penny Pool Patio Spa. I'm your host, Corey Bradley. You know, Kyler Murray, this guy just signed a $230 million contract with the Arizona Cardinals, which is, you know, a lot of money for anybody, especially for Kyler Murray when just a few months ago we weren't sure if he was still going to be a member of the Cardinals football team. You know, this guy's super talented, as we know. He top 10 pick by the Oakland Athletics a couple years ago, and he ended up being number one pick in football by the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, that's a special talent to be a top 10 selection in two different sports. You know, we, we hear those kind of things, you know, years and decades ago when it happened. Like, John Elway, of course, was a big-time Stanford baseball player and football player, as we know. You know, uh, Deion Sanders, I mean, one of the best to ever do it, though. Deion Sanders actually played in the NFL and had a Hall of Fame career in the NFL and was a very good baseball player as well. But going back to Kyler Murray and his $230 million contract, you know, it came out the other day that there were some mandates for this guy in his contract. You know, uh, I need to have an agent on the show at some point and kind of break down some of these uh, the, the wording and terminology that's included in these deals. But apparently Kyler Murray has a mandate where it's required of him to have four hours of weekly film study. Like every week he has to definitely be plugged in watching film for a minimum of four hours. Like to the point where there's a clause if he doesn't meet that requirement it will be deemed in default now i don't know what that means uh specifically it didn't really go into detail in the article that i read but this is this is very interesting that you're asking your franchise quarterback to do his job i mean studying film is part of being a quarterback not just a starting quarterback but even the backups even the guys who aren't expected to play they they need to be in the film room like they need to be studying because they never know when their number may be called or you know nobody wants to just be a backup QB their entire career everybody wants that that chance the opportunity to be the guy for that franchise you know so the fact that Kyler Murray the Arizona Cardinals decided and and felt compelled to include this in his contract where it's mandatory for him to be in the study room, studying film at least four hours a week. Like, this isn't college, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, in college you got study hall and you got to meet these requirements and this has to be done and you sign a sheet or whatever, however they keep up with it. But, like, this isn't college, this isn't high school. You are no longer a student you're now a student of the game, though. You're a student of the game. Like This is your job. This is what's asked of you. It's not just go out there and play. This isn't backyard football. This isn't high school where you could get away with those things just based off your pure talent. Like This is your job, your career, your livelihood. You're getting paid $230.5 million in this contract. So the fact that the Arizona Cardinals felt the need to include that in the contract, it lets us know that, first of all, Kyler was not doing that. He was not in the film room. So if the guy isn't already in the film room already, there's no need for me to give him 
that kind of sum of money because you haven't proven to me that you that you've earned that or that you deserve that. Because I don't get, I don't care how fast you can run or how far you can throw. Are you a student of the game? Because that's where the great ones are made great. You know, like I want my QB to prove that he's a QB. You know, when you when when defenses and coordinators are coming up with schemes, they're trying to confuse the QB not just during the play, but the pre-snap, even just the pre-snap look to confuse the QB. You're not trying to confuse a receiver. You're not trying to confuse a running back. Obviously, you're trying to, you know, disguise coverages and 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 and, and blitz and and pass rushes and things of that nature. The offensive line, offensive line is probably one of the toughest positions as well that doesn't get mentioned or praised for anything. But old linemen have to understand. You know what what teams like to do as well, studying tendencies and, and the opposing team's strengths and weaknesses as well. But the QB is the primary position that the defense is trying to throw off. They're trying to gain some kind of advantage by showing different coverages. So, as a QB in any league, any professional league, even in college, you got to study film. It's important to know what your opposition is trying to do, what they like to do. On second and two, this is what they're going to show in defense and their coverage. And in and, and third and 12, do they like to rush or do they drop eight, you know, and rush three? Like, what are they What are they doing? And that's where it comes in film study. You pick up on these things. And, you know, I've done some high school broadcasting over the past few years and some analysis, pregame, in-game, postgame. And, you know, going into those games, I love to watch film from both teams. I, I mean, I absolutely loved it. I ate it up. I would take notes and and learning tendencies, what this, play, what this player likes to do when he's in the game, what these coordinators and coaches like to do, what they aim to do. I mean, there's, there's a joy in actually studying film and seeing it you know, trans, translate to the field. Like, there's there's nothing like studying film and knowing what the other team is going to do and, and can call them on it and be a step or two ahead of them. So when your quarterback, when for, for the Cardinals to include that in his contract, he hasn't done that. He hasn't shown the propensity to want to do that. And, you know, for me, there's no way as a GM, if I'm Steve Kahn for the Cardinals, there's no way I'm giving him that contract. There's no way. He would have had to prove to me, hey, look, you're you're going to be the, the QB for this franchise? Okay, let me see you be in the film room. Let me see you be a leader. Let me sh- let me see you stay healthy. You know, Collar, like I said, is an excellent talent, but this guy is banged up constantly. So, obviously, he, he he's injury prone. He hasn't been a student of the game. And, you know, because to me, that would be one of the most fun things. Obviously, everybody, you know, childhood dream is to be a professional, whether it's MLB, NBA, NFL, like any guy, that's what they're hoping to do. And it's only, I mean, how many people you know are actually playing in the pros right now? So we know how difficult of a task and challenge and, you know, childhood dream that that, that is. But when this guy here doesn't take it upon himself to be the best that he can be when you're playing a game as your career like that's your occupation you get to play basketball you get to play baseball you get to play football soccer hockey whatever it is so 
Yeah, I think the Cardinals dropped the ball on this one. There's no way I'm giving that dude this kind of money in, you know, it's like like a, like a parent having to bribe their kid. You know, I'm going to give you this, but you got to make sure you keep this great or you better make sure you, you clean your room and keep it clean or make sure you make your bed every day. I give you, I've already given you the $50, but you still got to do it. Like, you've already given them the money. Like, the, there's there's little incentive to keep doing it if they've already received the prize, right? So, Kyler Murray, I, I, I'm lost on that one. Um, I would, I, I like guys like Mac Jones, who we know. We know. We've heard about him. He, he is a student of the game. He is in the film room. He is going to, especially being in New England, they're not going to put up with that. They wouldn't have taken him if they didn't believe or know that he was that guy. Russell Wilson is my favorite player. Love Russell Wilson. We know that he is a winner at all costs. Like, this dude does not want to lose ever. And so he's like the ultimate leader type of guy that you want to lead your team. Jalen Hurts, man. Uh, Jalen Hurts, I'm, I'm, man, I'm so ready to see what he can do with the Eagles, knowing that they're giving him the chance to be the guy. They went out there and got A.J. Brown for him, acquired him from the Tennessee Titans. I'm excited to see Jalen Hurts because he wants to prove people wrong. I mean, he wants to – He he's always played with that chip on his shoulder. You know, everybody's doubted him. You know, being booted from Bama, having to go to Oklahoma – and, you know, Philly and people like, man, you're not a QB and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, go back and listen to that video with he and Steve, Steve Mariucci and his pre-draft uh, kind of breakdown. You know, Mariucci is questioning him and everything. And I love Jalen Hurts. Just you can tell that he's serious and he means business. So Jalen Hurts is another guy that I would love to have in my corner when it comes to being a QB and being a student of the game. And, of course, Tom Brady. We know Brady. I mean, dude has seven championships for a reason. You don't get seven rings as a QB, and obviously he's not super physically athletic or nothing like that, but he he knows where to go with the ball. He knows what you're going to do and how to beat you, how to attack you. So, uh, yeah, those four guys, I immediately thought about Mac Jones, Russell Wilson, Jalen Hurts, Tom Brady. Not saying there's not anybody else in the league who who doesn't do these things, but those are four guys I really wanted to mention and and bring to life. Um, you know, and and Kyler has to get it. He has to get it. If not, he'll be you know years from now wishing and and saying woulda, shoulda, coulda, and all that stuff. Because I was watching Michael Vick the other day, uh, his documentary on an NFL Network, A Football Life. And he said he wished he wasn't the type of guy that hung out all the time, should have been in the film room more. He should have been studying more. He should have been doing what it takes to be the best that he can be and not just rely on his physical talent. And we know Michael Vick is like the supreme when it comes to being an athletic QB, one who can throw and run. You know, there's there's nobody who's done it like Michael Vick. So, Kyler... Man, you better get it right, dude. If not, you're gonna ha- yeah, you're gonna be rich. You got got the money. You're rich for sure. But when it comes to your legacy, you don't want to be that guy 20, 25, 30 years from now, wishing you would have done more to help your team become the best that they can be. Many of us spend more time thinking about what's for dinner than thinking about retirement. But if you think your retirement deserves more attention, I can help. I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor Greg Wakefield. Stop by our office at 5630 West Main Street in Dothan. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. 
member SIPC. Care Animal Center is a local business partner of The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Their goal has always been to assemble a team that is dedicated to providing quality veterinary services for their clients' pets. Care Animal Center offers surgical, dental, medical, and pet wellness programs for that furry member of the family. Their website is careanimal.net. Care Animal Center, 3454 West Main Street in Dothan, 334-794-6333. Ridgecrest Baptist Church proudly supports all local athletics. At Ridgecrest, we have many opportunities for all ages, including children, middle school, high school, and college students. I'm Chase Fault, the student pastor, and I want to invite you to see how your family might fit in at Ridgecrest. Learn more on our website at rbcdothan.org. Finch of Penny Pool, Patio, and Spa is the introduction sponsor for The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. More than just a full-service pool and supply company, they offer backyard entertainment options like big green eggs, clear light infrared saunas, and patio furniture. Locally owned and operated by Jason and Amy Sharp. Pinch of Penny Pool Patio and Spa, 1435 Westgate Parkway in Dothan. Our phone, 334-671-POOL. Welcome back to The Sweet Spot, sponsored by Pinch of Penny Pool Patio Spa. I'm your host, Corey Bradley. You know, to continue that theme that I began in the first segment, talking about Kyler Murray and, you know, your your QB, your franchise player, whether it's MLB, NFL, whatever, soccer, doesn't matter. Your franchise player should be determined to become the best player that he can be. You know, setting a positive example for the rest of the team. Prove that you're a leader, not just with what you do on the field, but off the field as well. And I mentioned how that goes into the film room also. I mean, you look at a guy like Kobe Bryant and you hear – all the wonderful stories of how determined he was to become the best, to never quit. I mean, Allen Iverson has told the story several times that, you know, when everybody else is at the club hanging out and, you know, drinking and, and just chilling, Kobe in the gym, you know, Kobe in the gym like 2 in the morning working on his game. Like, who does that? Who does that, seriously? I mean, you, and I'm sure he had times where he had fun and all that, but – that's who Kobe was, you know. Kobe was the type of player who was going to be the best. You weren't going to allow me to be the best. You weren't going to have an off game and I'm, I win because of that. I'm going to win because I am the best. So that whole Mamba mentality was real. And it set a trend for so many younger student-athletes to this day. So talking about Kobe, going into the NBA and some of the – Rumors and and news that's been floating around. We don't know what's true, what's not. But we do know that KD and Kyrie supposedly wants out of Brooklyn, right? And, you know, first of all, KD, you just got to Brooklyn, first of all. And you signed a four-year extension last year in August. And, you know, that's the problem with today's NBA stars like they demand out and for whatever reason these franchises give them an out and 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 trade them to exactly where they want to go and 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 it's crazy because like for me personally I've always been the type I'd rather beat you than win with you you know Katie's an excellent talent we know that we know how great he's been I mean one of the best shooters scorers to come through the league but, like, I'm telling you, as a Spurs fan, it was Spurs Thunder for the longest. And, and, and during that reign when the Spurs, they still got it, 
And the Thunder up and coming, Westbrook, Harden, Ibaka, hated those guys. But, you know, when KD decided to leave down 3-1, I'm sorry, you're up 3-1 in the Western Conference Finals. The Warriors come back and beat you in seven to advance to the NBA Finals. And then you go join that team that just won 73 games and set an NBA record. Like, there's no way I want to go team up with you when we should have beat you. Like I rather I rather beat you than win with you. like that's that's how I've always been. I if I was a top recruit coming out of college or coming out of high school, you know NBA, MLB, whatever it is, I want to be the type that you know say like in basketball, like Charles Barkley said, he I want I didn't want to play for Alabama. I want to go to Auburn. I want to go to Auburn because they suck. Because I wanted to go to a school and make them better. And that's the type that I, w- I would want to be. I want to be a difference maker and not just a, a great player on a, a storied franchise where, you know, your name just gets jumbled, jumbled up with everybody else. Like, I'd rather make a difference. And so the fact that KD apparently supposedly wants out of Brooklyn already, it, it rubs me the wrong way, as you can tell. And, and those who know me have heard me voice this opinion several times for sure. And going to Kyrie, like Kyrie is a super special talent and skilled NBA player. Like Kyrie is the most skilled offensive player in the NBA, hands down. There's not another player who can match Kyrie and what he can do with the ball, his footwork, his shot, his his finishing ability is probably the best ever. And, I'm telling you, if if you're, you're like, man, I don't know about that. What, you know, you know, we got so and so, and we got this guy. Go watch a YouTube video of Kyrie Irving, because I feel like people still sleep on this dude on how great he really is from just his skills. I mean, what he does with the ball, he gets any shot he wants. His footwork is impeccable, like. And like I said, one of the best finishers that we've ever seen in this game. Go to YouTube, watch one of those highlight videos about 8, 9, 10 minutes. And I'm telling you, you'll, you'll be amazed even though he's been in the league several years. Like, Kyrie is super specially talented. And, and I love Steph. Steph's the, best, Steph's the best shooter. We know that. But when it comes to overall offensive ability, Kyrie is the best in the NBA hands down. So we know there was an issue last year with the Brooklyn Nets where he didn't want to get vaccinated. He couldn't play in home games. Obviously that, you know, rubbed the front office wrong and probably didn't sit well with KD. And then Harden gets traded because he wants to go out to Philadelphia and they trade him to Philadelphia for whatever reason. It's just a weird situation. It really is. Um, There's no way I'm letting these guys out. Like, you're not gonna demand a trade after just getting here when I've mortgaged everything to get you in the first place like people forget how good that Brooklyn team was prior to prior to Katie and Kyrie with D'Angelo Russell my guy Karis LeVert I love that guy Spencer Dinwiddie I mean Jared Allen Joe Harris Rondé Hollis Jefferson that team was under Kenny Atkinson his first career head coaching job that team was fun they they enjoyed playing together and you could see you could see that they were up and coming like they, this team is not only fun and good but they're young and they're going to be a force to be reckoned with in the coming years so they they mortgage their entire youth and future and momentum to go out and get katie and kyrie and this is what they're giving them like katie has been great when he's been out there kyrie Obviously, it's great when he plays, whenever that is. But I'm not letting you out. 
You want to go to L.A., I'm not going to trade you to L.A. You want to go to Miami, you're not going to Miami. Like, I'm going to give you that Greg Popovich treatment, that he, what he did Kawhi, man. Kawhi wanted out of San Antonio. I want to go to Los Angeles. Okay, we're going to send you to Toronto. Like, I heard somebody say, like, you don't mess with Pop. He don't mess with Pop. Like, this dude not only traded you, but he traded you out of the country. <laughs> like, man, you, you going to play for the Raptors. And, and, and obviously Kawhi, you know, is a great player. He did his thing, won a title for the Raptors. But, but that's what I'm saying is, like, you're not going to act a fool – Demand a trade, and I'm going to still give you what you want. Like, like I talked about James Harden. He was in Houston. I want to go to Brooklyn. All right. We trade to Brooklyn. Well, I don't want to be here. I want to be in Philly. Okay. We'll trade to Philly. Like, the, the Lakers. The Lakers and the Pelicans. Like, Anthony Davis wanted to go to L.A. They trade in L.A. Like, there's no way you're going to get what you – like, I don't have kids, thank God. But, uh, like, you know, a kid is not going to act a fool and, and whining and, and throwing temper tantrums and and they still get their way. Like, no, that's not how this thing works. So, KD Kyrie, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out with him. Uh, came out recently that the Celtics have entered themselves into the KD Kyrie sweepstakes. And apparently... Jalen Brown is available in trades. We know they're not trading Jason Tatum. But supposedly Jalen Brown is on the trading block in a KD swap scenario. Um, it was it was reported, you know, we never know how these things really are, but it was reported that the Celtics offered Jalen Brown, Derek White, draft pick, you know, for KD, uh, and that the Nets countered with, no, give us Jalen Brown, give us Marcus Smart, draft picks. You know, uh, we don't know what the tr- truth is, but I hope Boston didn't really consider acquiring KD. And he's like, like, what do you mean it's KD? He's the best player in the league. Like, okay, but he's 34. Jalen Brown, 25. Like, that's nine years difference. Like, Jalen Brown is here for a while. We don't know how much KD has love. And he's been injury prone, as we already know. I don't want a 34-year-old guy. I don't want to tear my team apart. 25-year-old Jalen Brown, 28-year-old Marcus Smart, to go get a guy who may be good for another two years with injury problems, with commitment issues. There's nothing about that guy that says, "Let's let's break up this Eastern Conference championship team, this team that was up 2-1 in the finals. And lost to the Golden State Warriors for a guy who hasn't shown you anything that he is going to be wanting to stick around through the tough times. Because we know Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown has. They've been through it. You know, they've been through coaching changes. They've been through the rumors and the trade talks and you can't do this. You're not good enough. You're not compatible together. Boston, Brad Stevens, baby, come on, man. Don't don't mess up a good thing, man. Don't mess up a good thing because, look, what you – you guys just acquired Malcolm Brockton. You've, you've won the NBA offseason just by that one move. Traded guys like Daniel Tice, Aaron Neesmith, Nick Stauskas. You know, like, none of these guys were huge rotational pieces. Like, no dent was made. 
when you when you traded those guys. Like you get a guy like Malcolm Brogdon, Brogdon without having to trade a core rotational piece. A team, as I mentioned, just went to the NBA Finals. Best defensive team in the league. And you go out and get Malcolm Brogdon and you're building without tearing anything down. So don't tear this team down by even don't even put yourself in that conversation about KD. Don't even link to KD through no trades, you know? Now, I'm with everybody else. Interest interested to see how this does and how this does play out. But I'm hoping that Brooklyn does not cave in and give what KD wants. What Kyrie wants. Like, no, you're next. You're gonna be here. If you want out, well, too bad. You're you're gonna be here. You have signed contracts. We have mortgaged our entire future for you guys. You're gonna be here. You're gonna be playing for the Brooklyn Nets. And so obviously, you know, there's a lot left uh to be to be said and done. We don't know how it's gonna end. But I'll leave you with these words right here because these are my favorite words right here. Um, you know, as a kid, everybody wanted to be like Mike. Michael Jordan was the epitome of the NBA. Every young kid, probably even some adults who 25, 30, 40 years old wanted to be like Mike, wearing his shoes. Ain't ain't picked up a basketball in their life, but they they want to be like Mike. But I tell you, Name like Dame. I want to name like Dame. Damian Lillard. Like, this dude has stayed true to Portland. Yeah, something we don't see these days. One player staying with one team. He's been on bad Portland teams, good Portland teams. The current Portland team he's on now is going to be horrible. Uh, but, you know, he's sticking through it. He, he's like, he hasn't wavered. You know, he, he has that same mentality, that same uh, desire to to beat you rather than win with you so uh as i close you should want a name like dame damian lillard is who you want to be like you you, you basketball student athletes be be different you know be different don't don't just leave when things get tough don't be looking to pair up with this guy just because he's good and y'all ain't even tight for real but like i said Back in the day, it was be like Mike. Nowadays, you should want a name like Dane. And always remember, there's nothing better than being in the sweet spot. <laughs>